You are listening to the Steadfast Life Podcast with Jake and Witt, where we take your questions and offer our answers. We're here to give you what you're looking for, whether that's value, entertainment, or just some laughs. Welcome back. Oh. Yeah, I threw it in there. <laughs> that's my line. I know. I stole it. <laughs> what is the question? The first question today is... How do I know the difference between quitting and like simplifying or focusing? Imagine that someone decides I'm going to do keto. Okay. And they, they're pursuing this eating plan and then they're like, oh, I really want this cake. Mm-hmm. Well, they could eat the cake and justify it as like, no, I tried out keto. It's just not for me. I'm now doing this and now cake is included. Mm -hmm. But how do you know, are you bailing on something that you're attempting to pursue or are you making an adjustment that's in your best interest? Mm -hmm. Because I would say in that example that that's not quitting, that's that's making an error and that you can learn from that error to keep going. And so I think that's important to define. Um, I don't think there can be a start and quit if there's not a clear destination, a goal. Mm-hmm. And so, so it need to be like 30 days. Like I'm going to, I'm going to try, yeah. I'm going to try out keto for 30 days yeah. or five days in. You're like, forget it. I'm having cake. Cause it, it could be like, Oh, I don't like the way keto feels in my body. Correct. I evaluate this. This isn't good. I'd like to increase my carbs. It could be done from a very empowered place Yeah. or it could be like, no, I just want cake. I would say first you have to know why you're choosing what you're doing and, and where you're, what, what your intention behind it is. Otherwise, there's a lack of commitment. And any time that we have a lack of commitment, then there's really no like starting or stopping. Mm-hmm. And, and so in that same situation, in that same example that you just gave it. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jake. <laughs> Husband. <laughs> Zake. <laughs> In that example, let's say they do know they want to do keto for 30 days and it is to um, lower the amount of sugar that they're having. Okay. Now they stop doing keto because cake is available at Bible study and then they never get back on keto. That is a hard quit. And so how do you know when you are quitting? It's because you have a goal and a certain amount of time that you want to get there and you're deciding, oh, this isn't what I want to do anymore in the moment. I'm just not going to do it. Maybe I'll start again later. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I think that you honestly know. And I think that you know based on how you feel Mm -hmm. about the decision. Does it feel small? Does it, is it a little bit of like a shrinking away? Does it, you know, feel like you're playing small or does it feel expansive? Does it feel like I'm making a big decision to pursue what I want most to sacrifice and sacrificing what I want? Mm-hmm. To me, that feels different, but like literally in my body, it feels different. It makes me sit different. And if I'm really honest, I know Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm quitting, if, if I have to ask the question, I'm probably quitting. <laughs> that, that's what I would say. I would say that there, there was a time in my life where quitting was a habit of mine. And I didn't, I, I didn't think that. I just thought that I was not consistent. Mm-hmm. And, and not being consistent felt like a skill that was very frustrating or a habit that was really frustrating. Being inconsistent was, mm-hmm. being a, was a habit. So 
I didn't think that I was a quitter. I thought that I just struggled with consistency. I would say that's an excellent example of knowing that you're quitting. Yeah. If it, if it fosters a belief like I struggle with consistency. And so now being someone who does consistently show up, there are times where I say, okay, I'm going to try keto and decide, oh, this is not for me and I'm not going to do it. And, and calling it quitting or choosing to not do it, I think it's actually important in how you frame it. Mm -hmm. I'm not a quitter. Therefore, when I choose to stop doing something, it doesn't mean that I'm quitting as long as it's coming from an empowered place. And I think that's a really good place to go with it. Yeah. Is more just like, what are you making it mean that you quit? Because now it's not this decision that's like, oh no, I'm stuck here because either I'm a consistent person or I'm a quitter. Uh-huh. No, you, sometimes, sometimes you think that you're making a pivot and it turns out you actually quit. I just wanted some cake. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. Yeah. And like way back to where you were at the beginning, you can use that lesson and, and move forward. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a, I think that's basically like a two-step, I guess. I would say first, have some distance from it. That it, It's not that you're a quitter or a non-quitter. Mm -hmm. This decision isn't defining who you are or your identity. Sometimes consistent people quit and sometimes quitters are consistent. Uh, it's all just how you're going to see yourself and identify. And then really check with how you feel about it. You, I, I think that deep down you know when you're shrinking away from something that you want yeah. when you're playing small. Yeah. And to know that if that is coming up in a certain area, uh, we talk to clients who are there in their marriage or their business and it feels really heavy. Like I'm, I'm ready to quit, but I'm not wanting to be a quitter. Mm -hmm. And so just being honest without judging yourself, like you're saying, I think is a really powerful thing that just because you're leaning towards quitting doesn't mean that that's who you are. Um, and then on the flip side, if you do have happen to find yourself in a habit of quitting a lot and you want to change that, then it's also being honest about it without the judgment. Exactly. Sometimes I know I'm quitting and I quit. Mm -hmm. There you go. What's an example? I guess an example, an example recently is that I set out to walk and do a walking meditation every single morning. Mm -hmm. And, and it, I did it for a long time, every single morning, like maybe even got over six consecutive months of every single morning. And I thought, oh, I'll go for a year. I'd like to go for a year. But then mornings come up like this morning where I had a, a dermatology appointment that was early. And so I didn't have time to do all the things I wanted to do and I ended up talking with a friend on the phone last night late. Mm -hmm. And so I had, when that conversation was over, I had a choice to make. And I know what I could have done is woken up earlier. I could have gone to bed earlier. I could have woken up earlier. So in a way that's a quit. I know I quit hmm. on it. See, I wouldn't have called that a quit. That's interesting. I think we're saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I quit, so what? I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna go back again tomorrow. When I say, yeah, sometimes I quit, I'm like admitting to the world just this once, I'm actually not perfect. Mm -hmm. and, and that's all right. Yeah, to me, quitting is throwing a towel in where you're no longer gonna be on that journey. Well, I'm no longer gonna get 365 out of 365 days. That's what okay. I mean by it's a quit. I Got gave it. it up, the streak ended. Okay, that makes more yeah. sense.
Yeah, good clarification. I think that quitting is not a good thing or a bad thing. I think that if you are becoming someone who wants to be consistent and be committed to the things that you say you want to do, then making errors is good and persevering is good and it's a skill that we learn. And so just keep showing up each day and reevaluating. Why am I doing this? And maybe there's something that I wanna change so that I can keep going. Question number two is, I don't really, I don't really know the context of this one. The question is why do you guys go backpacking every year? And I don't know, that could be from a place of like, backpacking seems miserable, why in the world would you do that? Mm -hmm. Or it could be something along the lines of, look, you guys are running a business, you have these big goals, you have these aspirations, you're on this path. Yeah. Why would you go out of cell service, out of Wi-Fi, you can do nothing for your business for this time period? Hmm. Why don't you answer that second part? Why do it when we are building a business, having goals and big goals, big dreams? Well, I guess the way that I like to think of it is it's tempting when you get around a group of people that are all trying to build a business. Mm -hmm. They all talk about how, how much they want their business, how big of a life, part of their life their business is. I think I even heard Gary Vee one time like literally say, you, it's like you're underwater and you're running out of air and, and you, you can't get to the surface, how bad you want that breath, that's how bad you have to want your business. And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sorry, Gary Vee. I think you're hilarious. I love your mindset. I love so much of what you're saying, but I am so out on that, so out on that. Apparently it works for him. Yeah, exactly. If, that, if, if, if you like to be like success or die, that, you know, whatever, that's awesome. For me, I like to think I'm all in on my life and my business is a part of that. Mm -hmm. I like being all in on things as a character trait. I, I like that idea, but primarily I'm all in on life and my business is not the most important thing in my life. And so I am willing to slow down in theory, some mm -hmm. sort of story I have about the projection of my business and what working every day might accomplish. I'm, I'm willing to slow down in my guess at where the business might go in order to make sure I'm being all in on my life. Because I find that when I go to the mountains, I get in touch with something inside me that is on one hand, yeah, maybe good for the business, creativity, innovation, things like that. But on the other hand, it's, it's just how I want to be. Like I'm just being how I want to be mm -hmm. and I don't want to pass that up. So more of just a, uh how you want to live life mm -hmm. philosophy. Yeah, yeah, and it, to me it also, it represents to me not letting fear drive. Mm -hmm. If I wanted something that badly, but I chose to push it aside to build my business, I'm now building my business out of fear. I'm afraid to do what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm obligated to build the business in the way that someone said I need to build it or right. you know, to like be there every moment to make sure, what if someone calls? Like that's it, I don't. I don't want fear driving in my life to that extent. Yeah, I agree. Good. What about you? Why, why do you do it when it's like, how is this even fun? Like this seems inconvenient and uncomfortable. So why, why go backpacking every year? Uh, the same reason I do anything that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> even as I'm asking the question, I'm like, 
I know Whit doesn't even understand this question. She's like, hard things are the best things. Why, why would anyone even... I don't understand where the confusion is. Right. Even this last, this last backpacking trip, it really wasn't that hard, but it has discomfort all over it. Like going to the bathroom outside, not having running water at your disposal, cooking your meal when you're really hungry and Sleeping tired. on a deflated sleeping bag. Yes, man. She didn't even complain about it. We, I could go on and on about some <laughs> of the inconveniences, but the actual like physical and mental part was pretty easy. And I was questioning, is, is there really that much growth in this? <laughs> it wasn't hard enough. To, it like, wasn't why, hard why enough. Why am I here? Yeah, so maybe <laughs> I, I it I wasn't terrified and I wasn't just gasping for yeah. air thinking I was going to die on the side of the mountain. So why am I even here? <laughs> yeah. And, and there's always space to find out more about myself and to connect with God on another level. And, and I think that was kind of my new takeaway that was a little bit different from this last backpacking mm -hmm. trip. And I love the idea of pursuing things in life that create that space of more self-discovery and intimacy and more discovery and intimacy with God. So I'll, I'll probably be backpacking for life. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I think that Jesus or about Jesus, I guess Luke said he often went to the wilderness to pray. And so basically, if you don't go backpacking, you're saying Jesus was doing it wrong. It could be. But I could also go to our backyard and pray, and I'd be technically a little bit in the wilderness. That's true. That's the benefit so. of Texas and living by a lake. Yeah. If you're in Los Angeles, maybe not so much. That's right. As Whit and I have embarked on this journey of making our own change and helping clients do the same, one thing that we've noticed is that the change that's really worth making is usually not a one-and-done kind of thing that the key factor is the ability to do it daily, to be consistent, to remain steadfast. We believe this so much that we have named our company after it and we've created a program intentionally designed to build your consistency. We wanna build your consistency to trust yourself. So we called it Trust You. If you're ready to become the person that doesn't just renew your mind, but renews your mind daily, head over to steadfastlifecoaching.com and check it out.